they are reading openly that reveal the story of Jesus Christ, the person of Jesus Christ, that when they look at us, when they listen to us, they know that we have been with God. And I'm not talking about some of the flaky stuff. I see some folk quaking and shaking, but they haven't been with God. They, 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 they're, they're just accustomed to a certain response. Everybody that's waving their hands, everybody that's worshiping is not necessarily worshiping the true and living God. We have got to be radical Christians, radical believers in this hour like never before. The world needs us. All of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Whether you are in the pew or on, on the pulpit, whether you usher or children's church or whatever capacity that you serve, you need to do it supernaturally in this hour because the natural is not going to cut it. You've got to be able to do what you do in such a way that the anointing of God is is evident so that burdens are removed and yokes are truly destroyed. Do I have any radical Christians, radical believers in the house? If you are, identify yourself and just make some noise in the house. I want to be that one. I don't want to be the one who is doomed. I don't want to be the one of whom it is said, woe to the wicked. It shall be ill with you. It shall be bad with you. Uh, again, you reap what you sow. I've discovered I've been pastoring now for, for a few years, and uh, I, I remember the story, uh, Pastor Peter, of Simon, uh, the sorcerer. And uh, the Bible says that the message of the gospel was presented and people received salvation. Uh, people believed. The Bible says Simon, the sorcerer, believed. He was the man who had bewitched uh, uh, his uh, people, he had them under a spell, and uh, they turned their allegiance from Simon to Jesus Christ. And the Bible says Simon believed, and folk were baptized, and Simon, as you know the story, he's hanging around uh, with the, the leaders, and, and uh, they call for the apostles who come down, and, and they minister to these believers, and, and uh, uh, they're laying hands on the individuals, and they're receiving the Holy Ghost, and you know the story, Simon offers money. And he's, he's rebuked sharply for what he did. And some people say Simon really wasn't a believer. Now, I don't want to argue whether he was or not. The Bible says he believed. And, and uh, I've been pastoring almost 27 years, and I have discovered that sometimes saints do some unsaintly things. So some folk who may not be like Simon the sorcerer, but folk who had their own uh, practices and, 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 and their own activities will sometimes continue in those things, though they shouldn't, sometimes they'll continue in those things even as being a believer. I believe that Simon um, had a, had a, saw an opportunity to recover something that he lost. Prior to uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ being presented, Simon um, had fame and had fortune. He had the eyes of people upon him. They all turned from him to the Lord Jesus Christ. And here now, he saw what looked to be an ability to have power with God and power with people. His thing was so that whomever I lay hands on, they too can receive the Holy Spirit. I'm convinced that Simon wasn't a bit more interested in the people receiving the Holy Ghost, um, the goodness of the Lord, than he was in recapturing something that was lost. He had an opportunity to look big in the eyes of the people again, and he offered money to try to regain what he had lost.
I encourage each and every one of you to check your motivations, check, check your heart. I'm doing that often. Lord, help me. Could it be that our building of churches, our producing books and CDs, this, that, and the other, could it be that it's really not to be a blessing to the people? Could it be that it's really not to advance the kingdom? Could it be that we're trying to build our own dynasties? When you go into conferences sometime, uh, people are handing out cards. Doc, what's your number? This, that, and the other. And they want to come to your church, provided you got a, 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 a congregation of a sizable, a, 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 a sizable number. Uh, these, these are people that don't always have the heart of God. And I think in this hour, we have got to walk in such a way that people will look at us and see authentic, radical people of God. Movers of shakers. Movers and shakers in our world today. How many of you would agree with me that God never changes? I know you're taught that here. God never changes. Aren't you glad that he's not like people? God never changes. Sometimes people change. They'll change on you. Have you ever had somebody to love on you one minute and then hate you the next? You're trying to figure out what in the world this is about and and, and sometimes it just defies logic and and, you know, they said they loved you, and then they stab you in the back, and then they come back every so often just to make sure the knife is in place. Now, if you've not experienced that, just keep on living. Your day is coming. But I love this about our God, that he never changes. He is constant. He is consistent. Malachi 3 and 6 says, for I am the Lord. I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. We find in James 1 and 17 that every good and perfect gift comes from God our Father, from above, uh, comes down from the Father of lights of whom there is no variation or no shadow of turning. We find in Hebrews 13 and 8 that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. What he's always been, he will always be. There is no change in our God. Uh, sometimes we say, oh, he gets better every day. Well, no, he doesn't get better every day. Your revelation of him gets better every day. But to say that he gets better would suggest that he wasn't already perfect. And he's already perfect. He's all that. He's more than we can fathom with our imagination. He is God. He is great. He is high. He is lifted up. He is holy. One of the definitions I learned um, for the word holiness is he, it, it means totally other. Even in your best imagination, your best attempt to describe the holiness of God, God says, I'm totally other. He's higher than high. He's, he, he, he's greater than great. His majesty, his glory, his splendor uh, uh, is, is beyond our capacity to understand it fully. But God does not change. Now, why are you saying that? What does that have to do with the text? Well, it has a, a lot to do with the text, and particularly in light of the culture in which we live today. Um, you will hear often, not only is, is God not changed, but God is love. How many of you believe that? God is love. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and 8. For those of you uh, who, who, who need the reference, it's 1 John 4 and 8. God is love. And we hear that often. And we should hear it. He is love. But too often we hear it like this. God is love, 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 love. Just continue in your sins. God is love. Grace, grace. Just continue being, being a wine binner, a bibber. You can shack up or, or cohabitate. It's, it's, it's okay. God is love, love, love. You can talk about one another. You can gossip and call it telephone ministry. God is love, love, love. You can, you can worship God and you can worship Muhammad at the same time. God is love, love, love. Well, God is love, but it's not some um, nebulous fuzzy, warm type of love that we're talking about here. Yes, God is love, but he's also holy. He's also just. 
He's also a consuming fire. Which, 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 which speaks to us um, or, or solicits or, or demands worship, but is in, in a positive sense, but is in a negative sense, or in a, in a, it, it speaks of God consuming a fire, dealing with sin and, and judgment, dealing with, with issues that are ungodly. He is a consuming fire. And so to the wicked, he says, whoa, I'm going to deal with you. I'm going to deal with that. We, we're grateful that God is very compassionate and slow to anger and rich in love. Everything we know about him teaches us that he is love, but we not, must not get things twisted when it, con, when it relates to, to or comes to um, God's uh, over, uh, overall revelation of himself to us. Judgment is not pretty, but judgment follows sin. When we consider Isaiah 3, and we read the, the verses prior to the verses that I read for you today, verses 8 through 11, we see that um, there's an issue of sin among the people of God. The scripture says sin is a reproach. It's a disgrace. It's a shame. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Sinners will be judged, and judgment is not pretty. How many of you know I'm telling truth? Um, the, the scripture says in Hebrews 10 verses 30 and 31, we know him who said, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Again, I will judge his people, or the Lord will judge his people. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Destruction would come to Jerusalem in the context of our um, scripture lesson here today and Judah because of their sin against their covenant God. They brought disaster upon themselves. Again, you reap what you sow. There are things that people will blame on God that they're really responsible for because they opened the door. You know, some folk will get in a prayer line and they'll do it repeatedly. Pastor, would you pray for me? You know, I'm having high blood pressure. My arteries are clogged, but I'm believing God. And well, I'm believing God with you. And uh, then you say, well, thank you, Pastor. I'm on my way now to Bob's rib hut and we're going to just eat some pork. And you got to cooperate with God. Amen. Uh, there are things that you and I have to do. Uh, to, to work our faith, amen? If you want to lose some weight, you got to change the diet and you got to exercise. If, if you want to gain some weight, then you got to exercise and you got to do weight gain. And I've tried, y'all, but it just doesn't work. You've got to participate. If, if you want to get out of debt, then you have to honor the Lord with your giving. You have to stop being a spendthrift. You can't buy everything that you see. You, 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 you just can't uh, do that if you want to get out of debt and into a place of prosperity. You have to cooperate with God. You have to sow the right seed. Pastor talked about seed time and harvest being a way of life. If you want to have friends, you got to show yourself friendly. There are too many mean people, and they're talking about how folk don't like me. They just, I just, they, they, I'm being persecuted. No, you're not being persecuted. It's, it's, it's your harvest for being so mean. If you'll smile and be nice, maybe you'll get some friends. It's quiet in this Lutheran church. If you want a happy home, you have to sow to it. Amen? Brothers, if you, you know what they say, a happy wife is a happy life. You have to sow to that. You can't start getting romantic at 10 p.m. It's got to start earlier in the day. Oh, I wish I had somebody playing in the background. I, 
<laughs> you got to cooperate with God. When you fail to do the right things, you open the door for the wrong things. And in Israel's case here, they brought disaster upon themselves. And as a consequence, there was shortages of food and water. And here's one that I thought was very interesting, competent leaders. Um, we celebrated your leadership today. That's a blessing. Because Israel defied God, um, they, were, uh, they were short of competent leaders, and they were just kind of grabbing anything. And, and the scripture goes on and said, babies or children or, or, or immature people will leave you. It's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of leaders who don't know how to lead. What we need is competence in this hour and certainly in the church. We need visionary leaders. We need people of character and integrity. We, we need people who have the, the, that, that spirit of the sons of Issachar who will know what Israel should do. They will discern the times. That's what we need in leadership. And when those things are void, then we're in trouble. Social order is upturned and youth will behave uh, horribly uh, with regards to the age and responsibility and moral leadership will cease. And it did so in Isaiah. Violence in the land, people fighting one another. Sounds like today, huh? We've got so much going on in our world, chaos and moral de degradation. They, the scripture says, the prophet says, they provoke the eyes of his glory. In other words, these people were acting without shame. What they did, they did publicly before God and were not ashamed about it. There was a day and time, and I remember as a child, when, when, uh, when people were just a bit more serious with regards to their walk. They were not liars. Uh, they were not cheats. Uh, um, you know, now we call sin bad choices. They called it just what it was, sin. Um, uh, they, they were taught. In fact, I, I would probably hear it every week when I'd go to church, and they would, they would say it with a righteous attitude as well. They would say it's holiness or hell. That's what I was taught as a child. You don't hear that too much today because what you hear is give me this and seven steps to getting a, a, a brand new house and, and 21 steps to, to becoming a millionaire, this, that, and the other. And God doesn't have any problem with us having nice homes and having millionaire status, but he wants us to live in such a way that is pleasing in his sight. They defied God and they opened up their lives to judgment. Judgment to the wicked, but in stark contrast, blessings to the righteous. Wow, blessings to the righteous. He says, prophet, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. And I came from New Jersey to Bakken's, Ohio, to encourage you, the righteous people of God, that no matter what's going on, in and around your world, it shall be well with you. It's going to be terrible for the wicked. But when evil is judged, the, the righteous need not to fear. Hmm. I thought about this. Uh, if you remember the story of the children of Israel while they were enslaved in Egypt, and God raised up Moses and gave Moses an assignment, go and tell the Pharaoh, let my people go. And isn't just like God to give you an assignment and then harden the Pharaoh's heart. And so every time Moses, now you, you remember Moses had, to, had a struggle with taking on the assignment 
Um, uh, from, from the start, he's like, okay, you know, I'm a man of slow speech. I'm not a person of eloquent speech. You're telling me to go to the Pharaoh and say, let my people go. Well, 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 who shall I say sent me? And God said, tell him I am that I am. Tell him Jehovah, the covenant God. Tell him I'm the one. I'll be with you. Oh, okay, God. Uh, so I'm going to go and do this. And so he goes and tells the Pharaoh, God said, I am that I am, says, let my people go. And God hardens the Pharaoh's heart and says, no, I'm not going to do it. But you got to know this about God. There's always a reason. There's always a rhyme. Even if it looks like it's working against you, God will make it work for you. God's a strategist. He had this thing planned out. He hardened the heart of Pharaoh. See, when it was all said and done, it was a bigger miracle. It was a greater miracle. The people saw God and him being a deliverer, and they saw leadership in Moses as one of God's deliverers, deliverances uh, deliverers rather even in the face of opposition and so plague after plague would hit the land and the people of Egypt were affected by the plagues however where the people of God lived in Goshen which means inundated those people were protected when there was a, sh a shortage of food in Egypt it wasn't the case in Goshen when there was darkness in Egypt the lights were on in Goshen Oh, that's encouraging because it doesn't matter what's going on in Egypt. Anything could be sickness, disease, poverty, lights out. But where you are in your house, it will be well with you. I want you to just make a declaration. Just look over at somebody and say, not in my house. It may be going on in the houses across the uh, across the uh, uh, across town or across the street, but in the house of the righteous, we should expect certain things. We should expect the blessings of the Lord. We should expect the goodness of the Lord. We should expect the glory of the Lord. Hmm. You might say, well, 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 well okay, the righteous, that's a, that's a, that, those are big shoes to fill. Well, isn't it good to know that our righteousness is as filthy rags and, and we don't depend upon our righteousness and he's not judging us by our righteousness but by his righteousness? Isn't it good to know that uh, the Lord, uh, uh, our God, our Father, loved us so much that he gave us Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, who said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. And, and we think that lift up means simply just, oh, let's give him praise and he'll draw all men unto him. And that's all good and that works. But what he meant specifically is if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up between heaven and earth on this cross, on this tree, which signifies a curse, I'll take upon myself the curse of humanity. I'll take upon myself the sins of the, of, of the world. And, and, and in exchange for your sins, in exchange for your filthy garments, I'll give you a robe of pure white. And thanks be to God today who, who sent Jesus, who knew no sin who became sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus he declares us in Jesus Christ righteous whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved they shall be made righteous when the unrighteous call out to God save me Jesus they will be made righteous and that means to have right standing with God. How many righteous folk do I have in the house today? Let me see your hand. You have right standing with God. Just, just hold the hand up. Look around. You see anybody whose hand is up? They're righteous as well. So look at them and say, since you're righteous, then live righteously. Since you've been declared to have right standing with God, then stand right. Walk right. Talk right. Live right, love right, forgive right, 
Be merciful. Be gracious. Not in your own power, not in your own strength, because you can't do it that way, but through Jesus Christ who, it, who strengthens us. You, my brothers and sisters, can be righteous. You can be made righteous in the sight of God, so, so much so that it will be as if you've never sinned before. That's hard for us with these vivid memories to think that God could forget what we did either recently or long ago. But when God takes your sin and washes it away, he does so completely. And he doesn't hold it against you any longer. There's no letter A, scarlet letter A, placed on your chest and you banished to sit in the rear of the church. God doesn't consider you a, a, a second-class citizen in his kingdom. When you have received salvation, he cleanses you, he washes you. As far as the east is from the west, he removes your sin. Oh, I love that. The Holy Spirit uh, inspired the word of the Lord uh, in the writing of the word and, and captured uh, east and west rather than north and south. You can measure the distance between the north and south poles, but the distance between the east and the west is infinite. You can start traveling west and just continue circling the globe, traveling west. There's no west pole. There's no east pole. God said, that's how far I put your sins from me. He buries them in the sea of forgetfulness. Somebody said, and there's no fishing allowed. It's the enemy, the accuser of the brethren that wants you to hold you back to your sin, sinful past. But listen, when he tries to do that, you remind him of his, of his future. He's doomed. He's the accuser of the brethren, but when God looks at you, he said, that's my child. That's my girl. That's my boy. And God looks at us and loves us with lavishly, bestows upon us his goodness and grace and deems us to be the righteousness of God. And to you, my brothers and sisters, God says, it shall be well with you. I've got some good news for you as I wrap up tonight's lesson. And I want to be the FedEx man that came here from heaven to send you, uh, to, 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 to give you this package that God has sent to you. But you got to sign for it. you got to believe it. You've got to accept what God is saying. I want to remind you of some things that you perhaps already know, but I'll be a good minister even in bringing it to your remembrance. For you, the righteousness of God, the scripture says again, it shall be well with you. I want you to make a confession of faith and say, because I am righteous. It shall be well with me. Now, the devil's a little hard of hearing, so I, I, I think he's kind of listening in. I want him to get what you said, so I want you to say it again. It shall be well with me. Oh, hallelujah. Say, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. Proverbs 14 and 32 says, The wicked is banished in his wickedness, but the righteous has a refuge in his death. Even in your transition, there is a blessing for you. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When you cease from your labor here, oh my God, there's no purgatory for you to have to spend some time. There's nobody that needs to come and baptize you as the dead, as the Mormons teach. You can go immediately into the presence of the Lord because he's made you righteous. And he's simply receiving you. And he says of you, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. But you know what? It's not just in the sweet by and by, my brothers and sisters. It's in the here and now. 
Just a sampling of what the Word says. Matthew 13 and 43 says, The righteous shall shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their Father. The righteous will shine forth. Romans 5 and 17 teach us that the righteous, because of the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace, we will reign in life as kings. God calls us to be kings and priests. It's time for us to lift up our heads. It's time for us to stick out our chest, not in arrogance, but in confidence that God has equipped us and positioned us to reign on earth as kings, even to be ambassadors of Jesus Christ and to declare his word, to declare his counsel, to operate in his name and see great and mighty things happen. Furthermore, Psalm 35 and 27, this is one of my favorite verses in Scripture. It says, let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. Do you believe the word today? You better believe the word. Your name is only Believe Ministries. Listen, if you truly believe the word of the Lord, then you need to not only hear the word, but do the word. I want to give you an example here. It says, let them shout for joy and be glad who favor God's righteous cause. How many of you favor his righteous cause? I'm going to give you five seconds. There you go. I'm going to give you five seconds to shout for joy and be glad. Come on. 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 This section's doing better than the rest of y'all. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. And let them say, let God be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his people. God takes pleasure in blessing you. He takes pleasure, delight in prospering you. Devil wants you to think that God's intent for your life is for you to be broke, busted, and disgusted. But he is a liar. You're coming into a place of prosperity and peace and healing and wholeness that God has ordained that you should enjoy. And if anybody ought to be praising God, it should be the righteous people of the Lord. Proverbs 10 and 16 says, Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Blessings are on the head of the righteous? Oh, my God. I like that. And then Psalm 5 and 12 says, The Lord blesses the righteous and surrounds them with favor as a shield. My God, just look around. Just look around for a moment. You, you're surrounded. There's favor all around you. Sometimes you don't realize it. You need to step into the realization that God says, I favor you with uh, I, I surround you with favor as a shield. I don't know who MC Hammer was talking about. You can't touch this because I'm surrounded with God's favor. There's something about having the favor of God I've discovered. The favor of God will get you a job you're not even qualified for. The favor of God will take you out of an apartment and put you in a house, and it'll not overwhelm you. The, the favor of God will take you off a bus and put you in, a in your own vehicle. The favor of God will give you a promotion on the job that, that, that others may hate you for, but God favors you and gives you favor with man. Favor of God, favor of God will get you a parking space up close at the Walmart. I go to the store, I'm looking for favor, amen. I, I don't mind walking, but sometimes I don't want to walk far. I want a nice parking spot. Favor of God. Uh, a few years ago, uh, I had a friend uh, who was visiting 
uh, with us, and, and uh, she was coming to minister, and I took her to New York, Pastor Peter and Pastor Phyllis. I took her to New York, and, and uh, she wasn't dressed for the, for the trip. I was going to walk her all over. So we had to stop by a shoe store, and she got some flats so we could walk. We walked all over New York City, and I told her about Carmine's. How, how many of you have ever been to Carmine's in New York City? You got to come to New York City and go to Carmen's. It's an Italian restaurant, family style. I told her about Carmen's. Well, we're going to go to Carmen's after this. Now it's time to eat at Carmen's. We walk all the way to Carmen's, but silly me, I wasn't thinking. Carmen's is always busy. You should have a reservation. I get there and I see the line and I'm feeling really bad because I got my guest all the way from California and I'm feeling really bad. Oh my God. And we asked and uh, how long is the wait? And the man said, uh, it's about 90 minutes to like two hours or so for the wait. And I'm like feeling really bad. And now we're hungry. And I said, me being of little faith, I said, um, is there another comparable restaurant that I can take uh, my guest to? And he pointed somewhere down the street. And she looked at him. This woman of God looked at him. And she poked out her lip. And she said, I traveled all the way from California to eat at Carmen's, Carmine's. And I'm not making this up. I'd never seen anything like it. He said, just a second. He went inside. 30 seconds later, he came and said, both of us, come in. And I looked at her, and I'm like, favor? We found out there was over 100 people on the waiting list, but brought us into that restaurant in 30 seconds favor. It may not have much to do with redemption, but sometimes God just won't bless you just because. Amen? So that's what you should expect, beloved. You should expect uncommon favor in this hour because God says it will be well with you. God wants you to think big. He wants you to pray big. He wants you to ask big. He wants you to expect big. He wants you to receive big. It's called favor. Somebody shout it out with me. Favor. Furthermore, 1 Peter 3 and 12 says the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. This is a blessing that comes to the righteous. Proverbs 1 uh, teaches us that whatever the righteous does, it shall prosper. Whatever you do, it shall prosper. But let me let you in on something. You got to do something. And whatever you do. In the name of the Lord, it shall prosper. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Psalm 92 tells us that the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They'll grow like a cedar in Lebanon, that even in their old age, they will still bear fruit. So for those of you who are in the fall or winter seasons of your life, God wants you to still bear fruit. Doesn't mean you're going to have little babies, but you can, you, you can conceive and you can produce and you can be fruitful. You can be fruitful in ministry, fruitful in prayer, fruitful in business, fruitful in mentoring, fruitful in coach, uh, uh, coaching, fruitful in missions. God wants you to be fruitful at every stage of your life, even in your old age. Furthermore, we find Proverbs chapter uh, 2 and verses 7 and 8 that the Lord stores up wisdom for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of his saints. You, the righteousness of God, can expect great and wonderful things. Well, I'm coming to my conclusion here, and this is one of my favorite verses in Scripture as well, that tells us many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them up out of them all. 
I want to encourage you today. We're going to pray for you in just a few moments. Whatever it is that you need deliverance from, deliverance is in the house today. And you as the righteous are a magnet for it, that God will give you victory. God will give you healing. God will give you deliverance. I looked it up in the Hebrew years ago to discover the word delivers means to snatch up, out, and away. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers. The Lord will, in the midst of it, snatch you up out of it and remove you from it. I've discovered as well that there are some times when the timing of God is unlike our own. Have you ever been there when you say, Lord, I need you to do this, and I need you to do this right now, and God waits? I've found out that sometimes God will not deliver you from the fiery furnace, but he will always deliver you in the fiery furnace. Some of you needed to go into the fiery furnace so that you can have the testimony for his glory that God wants you to share. God will allow you to come through some things that are ordered for his divine will, but he will always be with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. You may find yourself in the lion's den because of your righteous conviction as with Daniel, but God knows how to snatch the appetite from the lion, shut their mouths, and preserve you and keep you even in the midst of your lion's den experience. For the righteous, like Paul and Silas, you may find yourself imprisoned in a place that's inconvenient and uncomfortable. And the prison that Paul and Silas were in was not the prisons of today. They say it was a horrible place. It was a cold place. It was a filthy place. There was human uh, uh, feces in, in, in the place, rats and all kinds of things. They didn't have cable TV, satellite. They didn't have a gym to work out. They weren't having three meals a day. It was a horrible place to be. And Paul was there confined with Silas. But instead of complaining, instead of moping, instead of moaning, the Bible says that Paul and Silas began to pray and sing praises unto God. See, we we need to learn something from Paul and Silas that no matter how dark it is at midnight, you should be praying and praising. I'm talking about your midnight life experiences, getting your eyes off of the prison, getting your eyes off of the context, getting your eyes off of what's, what, what people are doing and what people are saying, getting your eyes off of the things of the world and getting them on Jesus. And when you do so, he will shake the earth and he will bring deliverance to you if you put your eyes on him. And then when it's all said and done, he gives you a greater miracle because not only will you be delivered, but others will be delivered as well, who will cry out what must I do to be saved? And then you have the opportunity to say, believe on the Lord Jesus and you too can be saved. You too will be made righteous. I'd like you to join me standing at this time. I want to pray with you. I trust that you've been encouraged by what I've shared with you today, that your expectation is where it needs to be. God wants to do wonderful things in your life. It shall be well with you. I believe that I've been sent here today to pray for the sick, and the sick shall recover, to pray deliverance for those who are bound, and your vices will be removed, and you'll find freedom in Christ Jesus. Even as I'm sharing now, there are a few of you, and I'm going to ask you to just be transparent. This is no judgment zone. Just look at your neighbor and say, no judgment zone. Don't judge anybody here, whoever responds to whatever God is doing in the house. But there are some of you here today, there are at least five of you who have really been struggling with mental torment. The enemy has like stepped up his game plan 
and you have been struggling in your mind. You've got this mind-tormenting demon. You're a believer, you love God, but he's been vexing you and, and the challenge has been intense lately and God's got deliverance for you and I want you to meet me at this altar and I want you to come quickly. How badly do you want it? Come quickly, there's deliverance for you here. God wants to rid you of that. He wants to free you. And he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I knew there were at least five of you. It's okay that more respond. You're here today and God is not going to um, grant deliverance to one and, 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 and withhold it from you. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. Dear one, just lift up your hands. Just lift up your hands in the presence of the Lord. And I want to say that again. It's for you. It's for you. It seems like in the past it's been elusive. This is not your first time crying out to God for deliverance in this area. You need help. You cried out to God and God said, I've heard you. And tonight is your night. Tonight you will walk away from this altar healed. You will walk away from this altar delivered. You'll walk away from this altar feeling lighter than you have in the past. And furthermore, your sleep will not be interrupted as it has been. This thing that has been um, uh, 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 the strategy of the enemy, an attack of the enemy has been for quite some time. And God uses specific person who really know how to get to your nerve. There are at least three persons that God, God is showing me that the enemy uses uh, to, to get on that last nerve. Because you're good at hiding um, that, that, that one little nerve, but they know where it is. And when they can get it, it will just bring vexation and oppression to you. You're not always lashing out, but you're internalizing it. And it has been heavy. It has affected even your body of your physical self. But God says, tonight I'm bringing total healing to you, spirit, soul, and body. When I lay hands on you in the name of Jesus, I do it in the name of Jesus. There is power in his name. There's healing in his name. There's deliverance in his name. And that is rendered to you now in Jesus' name. And so, Father, in the name of the Lord, I lay hands on this, my dear sister, and I come against the hand of the enemy. I come against every strategy, every method and trick of his, and I bind it down and cast it out, and I declare she is healed. She is free in the the spirit of her mind. And I thank you, Father, that this freedom, this virtue, this anointing ministers to her spirit, soul, and body. Where there's been the heaviness, where there's been the oppression, it ceases now. Satan, I'm not begging you. I'm not I'm not asking you. I'm not pleading with you. But I'm commanding you in the name of Jesus to loose her. And she is free. And we bless you for it, Father. And we give you the glory. Can somebody help me praise the Lord with her? Dear sister, I want you to just open your mouth and just praise the Lord. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Give her a fresh unction, a fresh anointing even tonight. Oh, Father, grant you. And we bless her, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Those of you who are standing here, I want you as an act of faith, I want you to just put your hand um, right here like between and, and put your fingers on both sides of your temple there. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for you. I pray in the name of Jesus, God protect you, God deliver you, God touch you. And where there's been this constant, relentless 
vexation of the enemy to torment your minds, that in Jesus' name you're free, that you're delivered this day. We leave it at this altar. You foul tormenting spirit, we bind you and cast you out of here. In the name of Jesus, we stand in the authority of Jesus Christ given to us. He said whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. We simply enforce heaven's victory now in binding and loosing. And so, Father, even as we lay hands on each of these individuals, I thank you that chains will fall off and chains will be destroyed. Yokes will be destroyed by the anointing of God and your people will be free of this tormentor now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for granting deliverance. Thank you in the name of Jesus. We declare it to be so in the name of Jesus. You are free in the name of Jesus. Free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Thank you. Just lift up your hands, brother. Higher heights, lift them up, as high as you can. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I told myself, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for you give him the courage that was once lacking. And I thank you, Father, for a commitment like never before, a determination, a resolve. Oh, I must say, a resolve, Father, to truly do the things of God. I thank you today that you remove the heavy weights and the things that have held him back and have held him down. And he soars like the eagle you've created him to be. In the name of Jesus, be free in this spirit of your mind and I thank you today and I bless you today in the name of Jesus be free oh my God thank you Lord even for the desire of revelation knowledge father not to say that I'm better than others I'm smarter than others I want to know Jesus better and we thank you that you give him the desires of his heart even now father and I thank you that you bless everything that pertains unto him even bless bless him father is coming in and going out bless him like never before I pray and his family and those concerns about the family give him peace and rest God says rest son rest rest in him be free in the spirit of your mind be free in the name of Jesus and I thank you that these gird up the loins of their mind and they're free today in the name of Jesus oh I thank you today alleviate this pressure oh my God oh my God in the name of Jesus we call it so we call it so you're free in the name of Jesus we declare freedom for you in the name of Jesus oh thank you Lord thank you father oh And I declare unto you in the name of the Lord Jesus, oh my God, the fight is fixed and you are a winner. You are a winner. Fear not, worry not about anything. Take no care about anything, but trust in the Lord your God. And even as you seek him first, and even as you hunger and thirst for him, yes, I bless you. Yes, I speak to you. Yes, I love you. Yes, I've raised you up. Yes, you have a purpose. Yes, you have a reason for being. Yes, it shall come to pass. For every promise that's been spoken, even to those um, of, of family members concerning you who have an ear um, uh, attuned to the voice of the Lord God and have spoken and encouraged you even in times of challenge and hardship God says that word shall come to pass for those pray those prayers that for the righteous shall come to pass it will not be it will not come to naught it shall come to pass it shall bear fruit it, sh it is so in the name of the Lord and we thank you and we praise you and we give you the glory the mind the mind of Christ you have the mind of Christ 
in the name of Jesus, be completely free, completely whole. In the name of Jesus. That's it. That's receive, 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 receive. In the name of Jesus. Receive it, receive it. Completely healed, completely whole. In the name of Jesus. And we declare it to be so. Free, free. In the name of Jesus. Completely free. In the name of Jesus. The Lord opens your understanding. He opens the eyes of your understanding, your heart. Get ready to receive um, like never before. Get ready to hear the voice of the Lord your God. Get ready for encounters with God that will bring transformation to you. For you have hungered and you have thirst. And the word of the Lord says you shall be filled. You will be satisfied. The Lord would say that even in my times of silence, I am with you. And my times of silence are speaking volumes because I'm teaching you and I'm training you and I'm elevating you. Did I not say promotion comes from me? God said this is a day to excel and promotion comes from me and I promote you son and I bring you to a place in me that you have desired for I have been actively involved in your life and I have not left you. I have not forsaken you. Even the failures of your past did not cause me to distance myself from you because you are like David who has a heart after me says the Lord and I will not disregard you. I will continue what I've begun in you. It will be completed. It will come to perfection. I will perfect what is lacking. I speak strength to you even in the inner man. So be it. Be free, be free, be free in the name of Jesus. Be free, each and every one. Be free in the name of Jesus, in the spirit of your mind. Be free. And we declare it. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, my. There's an anointing on you. Oh, my. In the name of Jesus. Free. Free in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. And I hear the Lord say in a recovery of that which has been stolen, even that which has been lost. And I see even some reconciliation going on in your life. And God says, don't be afraid of it. I'm involved with it. And the detail of it may be not what you consider uh, you'd like to happen. But God says, just let me, let me do my thing. I'm working it out. It truly is an answer of prayer, but he says, let me do it. He doesn't need your help with the details. He's going to do it. He's going to get the glory, and you are going to be one happy brother. In the name of Jesus, so be it. And we thank you, Father, and we give you the glory. Thank you for the grace that is upon this man of God. Thank you, Father, for your healing touch that ministers to him. Soundness of mind from this day forward, and I pray, bless him even in his sleep, Father, in the name of Jesus. Restless nights in now. In the name of Jesus, let him enjoy a rest in you like never before and we bless you and we praise you for it and we give you the glory and we give you the honor. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Peace to you. Oh, my say, Lambrosa. Peace in the name of Jesus. Peace to you. In the name of Jesus. Peace to you. In the name of Jesus. That's it. Oh, my God. That's it. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. Oh, Basanda Lambrote Meanza. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just lift up these hands, dear woman of God. Oh, there's healing in these hands. Healing in these hands. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. Yes, even as the word of the Lord declares, they shall still bear uh, fruit even in old age. Thank you, Father, for age and stage and for the wisdom of this mother and for the healing in her hand. There's some things she's desired, even, Father, from her youth. And I pray, grant her. Let her see it with her eyes. Woman of God, go forth in faith in those who lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. Sick, spirit, soul, and body. God says it's yours. It's the key. It's in your hand. Do it to the glory of God. Saints, let's praise and magnify the name of the Lord in this house. In the name of the Lord. Come on, let's praise him in the name of the Lord. 
I realize I've ministered to some who needed a healing touch who came with regards to the mind, but if you're here today sick in your body and you need God to heal you, I want you to race to this altar and there's healing here at this altar. There's a stirring of the water here for you and I want you to come quickly and get in it. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father, for healing. Thank you for healing. Can we just take a moment here, about 30 good seconds, and I want you to just break open your alabaster box and let this, let this house be filled with his praises. Come on, let this house be filled with his praises. Come on, as they come. Come on. Healing in this house. Healing in his wings. All about Ramasaki. That's it. Come on, come on. Come on, all over this house. It is well with my soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, 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 yes. It is well. It is well with yes, my yes. soul. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, that's it. Declare it again. in the audience there I want you to extend your hand I believe in body ministry where two or three are gathered together in my name the Lord says I'll be in the midst we can touch and agree all of these can experience what we read in scripture and how when Jesus was present and the people who were sick came all of them were healed all were healed I want to see that tonight how about you all were healed all were healed. Come on, let's believe it. Stir it up. Stir it up. All healed. All healed. All of them healed. All of them healed. Chronic disease. Hetomansai. Chronic disease. Sickness. Be removed. Be eradicated from our midst this day. Extend your hands toward these who are at this altar. You who are at the altar, lift your hands in the presence of Almighty God. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals us of all of our diseases. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Thanking you, Father, for your goodness, your grace, your love, your healing power. You said that if we call out to you, you would answer us and show us great and mighty things. You said if we cry out to you, you will hear us, you will help us, you will heal us and deliver us from every one of our destructions. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them up out of them all. It shall be well with these. We declare it 
we take authority over the spirit of infirmity. We command you to cease and desist in your maneuver against these, the people of God. I curse the seed, the root, and the fruit of sickness and disease in the bodies of these men and women and these children who are gathered at this altar. And when we lay hands on the sick this night, we stand in the name of Jesus and we declare they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So we align ourselves with the perfect will of God and we do in his name what he's commanded us to do and we expect results. We expect all to be healed in the name of Jesus and you shall be healed. Intercessors pray in the Holy Ghost. I lay hands upon you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I hear the Lord uh, speak to you, sir. Whatever you come here for with regards to healing, not only is he capable and willing to handle that, but these other areas that you think are not so in, so significant, even the insignificant to you, God says, I heal and I make you completely whole. And oh, I thank you, Lord. Even wholeness in the area of his emotional self, in, his, in the realm of the soul. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, just give him such peace and such relief like he's never known before. And thank you, Lord, for raising him up for such a time as this. Oh, sir, oh, sir, you've got a whole lot more in you to give. It is not time for you to retire it's not time for you to retreat it's time for you to continue to advance in the things of God because I'm going to do some things in you that will make what you've experienced thus far pale in comparison go forth in the name of Jesus oh and I declare again even chronic sickness and disease must go be healed be healed in the name of Jesus be healed healed oh healing be healed in the name of Jesus Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. So that's it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus, we come against tumors. We come against cancers. We come against blood disorders. Oh, in the name of Jesus, if you're here, I think it's even on this side here. You've been dealing with issues with your back and spine, just maybe even um, um, with regards to herniation and, and you've got... Um, uh, issues where there's numbness in your limbs. In the name of Jesus, just start doing what you couldn't do. Start stretching out your hand. Start bending over even before I get to you. In the name of Jesus, be completely healed and whole. Dear one, I want you to just throw up your hands before the Lord. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for giving her an extreme makeover today. And I bless you, Father, for doing it. Spirit, soul, and body, be healed in Jesus' name. Healing to you, oh my God. Healing to you. Healing to you. In the name of Jesus, healing to you, healing in the name of Jesus. Mm. Take it in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we bless you. We bless you. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, don't you feel it? His presence is on you. There it is. Presence of the Lord. Presence of the Lord. Thank you, Lord, to do it. When she gets up, she's healed and whole. I thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Ooh, thank you, Lord. That thing that has just been sheer misery, reliever of it now in the name of Jesus. Be completely healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Even now, even now, even now, even now. Thank you, Lord. Even now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And, and, and I hear it this way. The healing is secure. Uh, you're going to see the progression 
of it to total wholeness, total wholeness, total wholeness. In the name of Jesus, oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. In the name of Jesus, be healed, be completely whole. Don't worry about uh, generational curses and things that have been hereditary. Uh, what happened then uh, to others in your family, it, it's, not, it's not your lot in life. You're free. And the Lord says, live in confidence and believe the Lord your God. In the name of Jesus, you're healed. And be healed. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your healing touch. Thank you, Father. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You shall witness it. You shall see it for yourself. For the word of the Lord is spoken to you with clarity, Father. We, we declare it in the name of Jesus. You are healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Say, I'm a believer. Say, I believe you, Lord. Say, I give my life to you completely. Use me for your glory. Touch me in my mind, in my spirit, in my body. The rest of my life, I'll serve you without compromise, withholding nothing. Use me for your glory. I'm ready, Lord. I'm ready, Lord. Have your way. Have your way. Thank you, Lord. Have your way. See, you got to be healed so you can do what he's got, you, got for you to do. And your healing is not just physical. There's some things here, emotional, that God wants to relieve you of. And I just hear him saying, I'm taking your misery and making it your ministry. God's going to use you as a voice. And you open your mouth and you declare it as a healed and whole woman. Amen. You receive that? Say it again. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Go back to your seat just saying it. I'm a believer. Healing from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. So be it in the name of Jesus. Oh, here's, here's one of the radical ones. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands, son. You're a champion in the making. You're a warrior in the spirit. You've got the victory. And God says, in the name of Jesus, I heal you. Trauma in your life, but God heals you and delivers you from it. And from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, God brings healing. There's been some stuff that's been working out or expressing itself in the physical, in your natural body, that's really been simply up here and simply in here. But God says, I'm freeing you here and I'm bringing a mighty deliverance in you, a mighty deliverance. And God says, I'm defying the lie of the enemy. And from this day, you step into the grace of the Lord your God and truly forget your past because God doesn't consult your past to determine your future. Even before you were formed in your mother's womb, God says, I have a purpose for your life and that purpose will be revealed. Even though the enemy has done his best to try to keep you from purpose, God says, I'm making all things work together for you because you're called according to my purpose and you do love me. God says, I see your love. Don't worry about people's assessment of you and people's judgment. God says, you're my beloved. I love you and I lavish you with my goodness and my grace that is to you and strengthens you even now. So be it, we pray in Jesus' name. Healing to you, my brother. Oh, my Senamundo Sakaya. Just lift up your hands. Just lift up your hands and receive it. Healing and wholeness in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I just see the doctors scratching their heads as they look at you and say, well, what in the world happened? What did you do? It's not going to be attributed to the diet. It's not going to be attributed to some other means, but simply to the presence and the power and the virtue of Jesus Christ. Be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. The Lord heal you, my brother, and the Lord bring deliverance to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Father. Thank you, Father, for your healing virtue. Thank you even now. Be healed, my brother, in the name of Jesus. Be healed, dear one. Oh, my, 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 my,
healing not just to you but to your house. God say, go home and lay hands on house members of your family. In the name of Jesus, even extended ones. For what I do in you, I share with others. God use you today as a vessel to receive his healing virtue and then to minister the same to others. In the name of Jesus, healing, 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 complete healing, wholeness. Thank you, Lord. Healing and wholeness. Just slip up your hands, young man. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord, Father, for the good work that you've begun in this young man. And Father, for what you're doing in his life. And I curse sickness and disease and pray healing and wholeness. Father, that that indeed would be prevalent in his life. We drive out everything, even those things that are hidden, even those attempts of the enemy and inspiring against him and declare it comes to naught. But healing is yours from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. In Jesus' name, be healed. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for Brother Robert. Thank you for healing his body. Thank you for strengthening him in the name of Jesus. Oh, in the joints, in the name of Jesus, in the legs, in the name of Jesus, healing, healing to him crown of his head to the soles of his feet and we declare it to be so oh woman of God be healed in the name of Jesus oh yes Lord yes Lord this fatigue that you've been experiencing we leave it at this altar now and God renews your strength and gives you energy and revives you even now and I thank you I thank you I thank you I see your steps picking up I see you even being able to run again I don't know if it's on a treadmill or in the park but I see it God says that there's strength given to you. Just lift up your hands by faith in the name of Jesus. Put them down. Put them down. Lift them up again. One more time. Put them down. Lift them up again. One more time. Put them down. Lift them up again. Your energy is being revived, being revived in the name of Jesus. I want you to just take a walk from both sides of this altar. Just walk over there and walk back. And every step you make, healing be released to you. Healing in the name of Jesus, dear woman. Healing to you. Oh, my God. Thank you, Father, for granting this precious woman healing. Your healing touch. Sickness and disease, we command you to go loose your hold. And I thank you today, Father, for favoring her with healing and wholeness. To these, I pray in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And Mark 9 and 23 says, all things are possible to those who believe. Tonight is your night. Declare it. It is my night. I receive my healing, and I praise you, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Okay. In the name of
help comes from the Lord. Not only does he help, he is my help. God helps you, dear. God helps you. God strengthens you. In addition to what you need regarding your feeling, your physical healing, God wants you to be so assured, so confident in this, that he is your help. The Lord is my helper. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord says to tell you, have I, one to remind you, have I not been with you always? Haven't I brought you out of some sticky situations in times past? Goodness and mercy follow those who love the Lord. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And I say once more to you, the righteous, it shall be well with you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Two more. In the name of Jesus, yes, thank you. I pray for her. Thank you. Thank you. The Lord bless you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for giving healing and wholeness to this brother. In the name of Jesus, oh, my God, in the name of Jesus, let him feel your love. Let him feel, oh, my God, let him sense it like never before. Your compassion, and even as Jesus moved in compassion to heal. Thank you that you're that same compassion of the Lord moving in healing and bringing deliverance to this man right now. From the crown of your head to the soles of your bless you. The Lord is good. Amen. Come on, let's praise him for his goodness. Come on. Praise him for his goodness. Praise him for his goodness. Not for your favorite celebrity or ball player, but for the champion, for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's it. Come on. Raise the praise. 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 Come on, raise the praise. This this dear, this dear lady right here in the first row, would you come here for a moment, please? Come come here, dear. Uh, I, before I take my seat, I just got to do what the Lord says. I want you to just lift up your hand. Um, um, wow, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There, there are some significant needs with regards to supply resources. God says that I see that and the, the provision has been granted. Um, there's some things that will come in time, some things you will experience like immediately in the days to come. And then it's gonna seem like it stops, but it's really not. It's just a little temporary situation. God says during that time, don't let your faith diminish. Remain great in faith, steadfast in faith because God doesn't half do something. He completes the job. And God says, I'm growing your faith. I'm developing your faith. And you're in this particular place because I allowed it. And when it's all said and done, you're gonna have greater testimony, a greater story, a greater glory. And just trust him, just trust him. It's not gonna come from man in the sense that man is the origin or the source. The Lord is the source of your supply. He's going to use some folk in the process of the blessing, but you just trust him. Look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. And so be it to you in Jesus' name. Let's praise the Lord with her. Let's, come on, let's, let's receive our pastor as he comes. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
told you he'd give us a word for our life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, let's get an offering ready to honor the man of God tonight to seal what he's put in our hearts, what he's done by the direction of God of praying, loosening the minds. And hallelujah. Bringing healing to our bodies. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we sing that verse, Ashley? Where's Ashley at? It is well. Yes, it is. I can't sing, so I'm waiting on her. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to sow into the life of the man of God that communicated with us tonight, took God the spiritual things of life and broke them for us. God, it's just right that we honor him with our natural things, with our carnal things. For God, we have been enriched tonight by your word and we have eaten by that which the spirit has dealt unto us now God let us go forth not just having heard but let us hear and now let us live and let us declare God so shall we see that God it will be well with us hallelujah stand your feet bring your offering unto the Lord God bless you Sunday morning we will be finishing up the seasons of transition. Uh -huh.